I'd like to do a reading today from Ajahn Chah, but first, dedication from Thomas to all those who had committed acts of atrocity towards others. May the light of compassion dispel the darkness within their hearts so they can see that causing pain to others will not end their own suffering. This is from the collection of talks by Ajahn Chah. There are, I think, four volumes. And this is called In the Dead of Night. I'd never stayed in a charnel ground before. If it's time for it to die, then let it die. If my mind is going to be so stubborn and stupid, then let it die. That's how I thought to myself. Actually, in my heart, I didn't really want to go, but I forced myself to. When it comes to things like this, if you wait till everything is just right, you'll end up never going. When would you ever train yourself? So I just went. When I got there, words cannot describe the way I felt. The pakao, that's like the egg precept assistant, wanted to camp right next to me, but I wouldn't have it. I made him stay far away. Really, I wanted him to stay close to keep me company, but I wouldn't have it. I made him move away, otherwise I would have counted on him for support. If it's going to be so afraid, then let it die tonight. I was afraid, but I dared. It's not that I wasn't afraid, but I had courage. In the end, you have to die anyway. Well, just as it was getting dark, I had my chance. In they came carrying a corpse. Just my luck. I couldn't even feel my feet touch the ground. I wanted to get out of there so badly. They wanted me to do some funeral chants, but I wouldn't get involved. I just walked away. In a few minutes after they'd gone, I just walked back and found that they had buried the corpse right next to my spot, making the bamboo used for carrying it into a bed for me to stay on. So now what was I to do? It's not that the village was nearby. It was a good two or three kilometers away. Well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. If you've never dared to do it, you'll never know what it's like. It's really an experience. As it got darker and darker, I wondered where there was to run in the middle of that charnel ground. Oh, let it die. One is born to this life only to die anyway. As soon as the sun sank, the night told me to get inside my glot. That's a mosquito net that you hang. I didn't want to do any walking meditation. I only wanted to get into my net. Whenever I tried to walk towards the grave, it was as if something was pulling me back from behind to stop me from walking. It was as if my feelings of fear and courage were having a tug of war with me. But I did it. This is the way you must train yourself. When it was dark, I got into my mosquito net. 
It felt as if I had a seven-tiered wall all around me. Seeing my trusty alms bowl there beside me was like seeing an old friend. Even a bowl can be a friend sometimes. Its presence beside me was comforting. I had a bowl for a friend, at least. I sat in my net watching over the body all night. I did not lie down or even doze off. I just sat quietly. I couldn't be sleepy even if I wanted to. I was so scared. Yes, I was scared. Yes, I did it. I sat through the night. Now who would have the guts to practice like this? Try it and see. When it comes to experience like this, who would dare to go and stay in a charnel ground? If you don't actually do it, you don't get the results. You don't really practice. This time, I really practiced. When day broke, I felt, oh, I survived. I was so glad. I just wanted to have daytime, no nighttime at all. I wanted to kill off the night and leave only daylight. I felt so good. I had survived. I thought, oh, there's nothing to it. Just my own fear, that's all. After alms round and eating the meal, I felt good. The sunshine came out, making me feel warm and cozy. I had a rest, and I walked for a while. I thought, this evening I should have some good, quiet meditation, because I've already been through it all last night. There's probably nothing more to it. Then later in the afternoon, wouldn't you know it, in comes another one. A big one this time. <laughs> they brought the corpse in and cremated it right beside my spot, right in front of my plot. This was even worse than last night. Well, that's good, I thought. Bringing in this corpse to burn here is going to help my practice. But still, I would not go and do any rites for them. I waited for them to leave first before taking a look. Burning that body for me to sit and watch over all night, I can't tell you how it was. Words can't describe it. Nothing I could say could convey the fear I felt. In the dead of night, remember, the fire from the burning corpse flickered red and green and the flames pattered softly. I wanted to do walking meditation in front of the body, but could hardly bring myself to do it. Eventually I got into my net. The stench from the burning flesh lingered all through the night. And this was before things really started to happen. As the flames flickered softly, I turned my back on the fire. I forgot about sleep. I couldn't even think of it. My eyes were fixed rigid with fear. And there was no one to turn to. There was only me. I had to rely on myself. I could think of nowhere to go. There was nowhere to run to in that pitch black night. Well, I'll sit and die here. I'm not moving from this spot. Here, talking of the ordinary mind, would it want to do this? Would it take you to such a situation? If you tried to reason it out, you'd never go. Who would want to do such a thing? 
If you didn't have strong faith in the teaching of the Buddha, you'd never do it. Now, about 10 p.m., I was sitting with my back to the fire. I don't know what it was, but there came a sound of shuffling from the fire behind me. Had the coffin just collapsed? Or maybe a dog was getting the corpse. But no, it sounded more like a buffalo walking steadily around. Oh, never mind. But then it started walking towards me, just like a person. It walked up behind me, the footsteps heavy, like a buffalo's, and yet not. The leaves crunched under the footsteps as it made its way round to the front. Well, I could only prepare for the worst. Where else was there to go? But it didn't really come up to me. It just circled around in front and then went off in the direction of the pakao. Then all was quiet. I don't know what it was, but my fear made me think of many possibilities. It must have been a half an hour later, I think when the footsteps started coming back from the direction of the pakao, just like a person. It came right up to me this time, heading for me as if to run me over. I closed my eyes and refused to open them. I'll die with my eyes closed. It got closer and closer until it stopped dead in front of me and just stood stock still. I felt as if it were waving burnt hands back and forth in front of my closed eyes. This was really it. I threw out everything, forgot all about Bhutto, Dhammo, and Sango. I forgot everything else. There was only in the fear in me stacked in full to the brim. My thoughts couldn't go anywhere else. There was only fear. From the day I was born, I had never experienced such fear. Bhutto and Dhammo had disappeared. I don't know where. There was only fear welling up inside my chest until it felt like a tightly stretched drum skin. Well, I'll just leave it as it is. There's nothing else to do. I sat as if I wasn't even touching the ground and simply noted what was going on. The fear was so great that it filled me like a jar completely filled with water. If you pour water until the jar is completely full, and then pour some more, the jar will overflow. Likewise, the fear built up so much within me that it reached its peak and began to overflow. Well, what am I so afraid of anyway, a voice inside me asked. I'm afraid of death, another voice answered. Well then, where is this thing, death? Why all the panic? Look where death abides. Where is death? Why, death is within me. If death is within you, then where are you going to run to escape it? If you run away, you die. If you stay here, you die. Wherever you go, it goes with you because death lies within you. There's nowhere you can run to. Whether you are afraid or not, you die just the same. There's nowhere to escape death. As soon as I had thought this, my perception seemed to change 
right around. All the fear completely disappeared as easily as turning over one's hand. It was truly amazing. So much fear, and yet it could disappear just like that. Non-fear, non-fear arose in its place. Now my mind rose higher and higher until I felt as if I was in the clouds. As soon as I conquered the fear, rain began to fall. I don't know what sort of rain it was. The wind was so strong. But I wasn't afraid of dying now. I wasn't afraid that the branches of the trees might come crashing down on me. I paid no mind. The rain thundered down like a hot season torrent, really heavy. By the time the rain had stopped, everything was soaking wet. I sat unmoving. So what did I do next? Soaking wet as I was, I cried. The tears flowed down my cheek. I cried as I thought to myself, why am I sitting here like some sort of orphan or abandoned child, sitting, soaking in the rain like a man who owns nothing, like an exile? And then I thought further. All those people sitting comfortably in their homes right now probably don't even suspect that there is a monk sitting soaking in the rain all night like this. What's the point of it all? Thinking like this, I began to feel so thoroughly sorry for myself that the tears came gushing out. They're not good things anyway, these tears. Let them flow right on out until... They're all gone. This was how I practiced. Now I don't know how I can describe the things that followed. I sat and listened. After conquering my feelings, I just sat and watched as all manner of things arose in me. So many things that were possible to know, but impossible to describe. And I thought of the Buddha's words, Pachatang, Veditabo, Winyuhi, the wise will know for themselves. I had endured such suffering and sat through the rain like this. Who was there to experience it with me? Only I could know what it was like. There was so much fear, and yet the fear disappeared. Who else could witness this? Ajahn Chah, for those of you that don't know, is one of the greatest masters of our contemporary age, and he was considered a fully enlightened being. And this is just an example of some of the practice and training that he imposed upon himself to realize the truth. 